welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Hello, friends. Welcome back for another episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. It's been a minute since I was here with you sharing episodes, so I'm very excited to be back. So we're going to dive right in. Today, we're talking about self-doubt. And, you know, I wanted to make this episode because I was just reviewing some client notes and really hearing this repetitive theme of a lot of people wanting to work through this. And you know, you could say self-doubt kind of shows up in all areas of life and is a quite a big thing. And, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of talk about a few facets of it today. And I'm really excited to see more and more people waking up to the importance of their own inner relationship and seeing how that then goes out into everything, that ripple. Because I think for a long time, people were mostly focused on the external. Why don't I have the things that I want? Why am I not happy or where why are my relationships like this? And and you might still do that to a degree. But I think a lot of people are kind of being able to now link it back to their own relationship with self and how their self-perception influences their ability to create the kind of life that they want. So as an outline for the episode, we'll talk about how self-doubt shows up for you in your life or some examples of it. I'm sure it's unique to you and might look a little different. We'll also go into the hidden fears that drive self-doubt and keep you stuck and how self-doubt oozes into everything. It's really just getting clear on that picture because depending on where you're at in terms of understanding or recognizing or being able to see your self-doubt, it's important to really get it and be like, okay, here's maybe where I'm holding myself back and what needs to change. We're also going to go into, you know, the possibilities that exist for you on the other side of self-doubt. And that it all really begins with a single step, not looking at the entire mountain. Maybe you've heard kind of references of that. And it's so true in so many elements of life. We're also going to talk about then what is actually needed to get through self-doubt. What do we do to work with this pattern in a way that's actually going to translate to creating the kind of life that you want to live and just calling in all all of the beauty and, and richness, whatever that means to you into your life. And then finally, I'm going to share with you about my one-to-one offer that is now available. I quite rarely take one-to-one clients, but I'm I'm opening up a couple spots right now. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. Okay, so let's just begin with how self-doubt might show up for you in your life. Again, depends. Everyone's a little different, but some common themes might look like, you know, stopping something before you even begin you know, thinking about all the things that that project or that dream or that vision entails, and it's it's too much, and I can't. Um, or you know, how could anyone like me do anything like that? It could also look like starting something and then not finishing it, right? And and we could look at that in a way of like, oh, maybe it just got difficult, or there was too many demands on me, or I was busy and I didn't have time. But usually, underneath all of those reasonings is a deeper fear, a deeper self doubt that actually sabotages our our ability to follow through. We also might, or you might also might look to others for approval when you doubt yourself, right? So you might look 
for validation when you're doing something and you might end up mirroring what other people are doing instead instead so essentially you say what you're doing is better their way is better you know even if i feel intuitively drawn towards doing it this way or trying something different i'm just going to go with what you're doing because i don't trust myself fully and uh, i'm just going to give my power away in that sense it could also be i i I feel pulled to do it my way, but then when I don't feel there's this approval, when I don't feel that external validation and safety, I will abandon the way that I want to do it and go in service of the other. So this could be like societally an expectations, could be expectations your family have of you, have of you, your your partner or people you're dating or friends, whatever it might be. So just assuming that everyone else knows better. So generally, self-doubt is just going to show up as There's a sense that you know that you're meant for more, but you find yourself sabotaging yourself in the form of, you know, could be career choices, the paths ahead of you for your creative expression or your work, could be your relationships, um, just how you're tending to yourself and taking care of your body, all these things, right? And, And running away potentially from opportunities and healthy relationships or people. So there's so many different ways self-sabotage can show up and this element of, I don't trust myself to fully do it. And a little story from my life is that when I was much younger, I got out of a relationship where I was dating somebody who was a lot older than me. And I really felt the sense of how am I ever going to do all those things that we talked about? Because I feel like I can't do that without him by my side. And there was a lot of things happening in those relationships where that relationship specifically where maybe I didn't feel like I was the one in in power and I didn't trust myself fully. So when he left, I was like, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to make those dreams happen? And that was actually a big part of that grief and that relationship ending. Of course, there was the loss of the connection and the person in my life, but this deep fear that all of a sudden came in and I was like, wow, I don't believe that I'm capable of doing anything. And I really had to sit with that And, you know, fast forward, all those fears did not come true, thankfully. And I, you know, was able to get the right mentorship and support in order to create the kinds of things that I wanted. But it was a really startling, eye-opening moment where I realized, wow, I really don't trust myself and I really don't believe in my, my capability. And so for me, that showed up in the form of, you know, depending on someone else to be able to help me get to where I want to go. And I'm not saying we're not going to rely on allies and connections to make our dreams happen. I still think that's really important. But when it's out of balance, when we have this idea like, I can't do this without this other person, it creates a lot of codependency. And we're not truly going to be able to create what it is that we want for ourselves because there's going to be this deep sense of reliance. So again, there's with everything, you know, it's a balance. We can rely on other people, but we also need to learn how to self-resource and show up for ourselves and get clear in what we want. So self-doubt as kind of like a blanket statement is really this like deeper seated belief of, you know, could be perhaps unworthiness. I don't feel worthy of achieving these things or having these things or creating this kind of life. You know, it could also be this fear this fear of going out and doing something different and losing something, losing the old way of being, losing the connections that I had, losing who I once was, even if that's not necessarily the life I want, there's something familiar, comforting, safe in that. So we have to, you know, the self-doubt, like we have to understand with all these things, any kind of sabotage, there's a protection mechanism. There's something that 
our body, our nervous system, our subconscious mind does not yet feel safe or ready to do. Therefore, it keeps you held back in that space. So we have to recognize this. And really this fear of change, this fear of the great mystery, the fear of releasing control, not knowing what's on the other side is often part of this journey of overcoming self-doubt. Because in order to do that, we have to have some degree of self-trust that I can, you know, step into this great big new world or this new task. And I'm not, I'm not sure how, what it's going to look like or how it's going to go, but I trust that I'm going to be able to figure it out along the way. So our capacity to take risks gets bigger the more we trust ourselves. And I'm not saying you have to heal everything in order to be able to take that first step. Like, you know, you still might have elements of self-doubt, but there's just 10% or 5% or 1% of self-trust and groundedness and resource resourcefulness within you that says, okay, I'm terrified, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that's the humbling thing about this whole journey. And, you know, anything that I even talk about here on the show or just in my work with clients is setting these really realistic expectations that like, we're going to have to move towards things that are going to feel hard sometimes and they're going to bring things up. But if we have the right internal relationship, meaning know how to speak with ourselves, we know how to tend to ourselves, we're clear on what we need and we want, we have practices to lean on, we have community friendships to lean on, then we know that we can get to the other side of these things. So normalizing the fact that there's going to be fear as we transition into anything new. And I really believe that change is possible for anyone at any point in their life. But of course, as we spend more time ingraining our patterns and our, you know, our brain and how we think and how we act and these loops that we all create, the the more difficult it is to change that. So again, I'm, I'm not about making people feel afraid. I really want to empower everyone to feel like they can make change happen in their life. But if we don't get really clear on what's going on at a deeper level, what is this self-doubt actually about? Where does it come from? What does my body need to create safety? Then nothing's going to really change. And in fact, it's probably just going to get more ingrained and more sticky and more difficult to break free from. And, you know, I've mentioned a few times the community aspect because, you know, my work, it's all about how can we find resources within your body as in like what are the things that help you feel like you are capable you are worthy and how does that then allow you to go after the life that you want to you know connect in the depth that you want with your partner or people you're dating or your friendships uh, or go after that raise or start that business like all these things that we want to do what is it that we need internally to have to create that foundation to be able to go about in the world and do those things. So there's our own inner work. There's our own self work that we need to do. However, the community aspect is really big. doesn't mean it has to be huge. But if you have a few people in your life that you feel as though they can believe in you and you can't believe in yourself, they can, you know, remind you who the fuck you are and challenge you when you're in a space of self-defeat, then that's really like the cherry on top. And that's what I want for everyone. And that's why I create, you know, like the women's groups and different programs and mentorship, because I know that that's not accessible necessarily to everyone in their environment. And I know how important that element is for change. You know, there's that saying that you're like the average of the five people that you're around or whatever. I butchered that, but you know what I'm talking about. And 
I think it's it's so true. Like we really learn by example and we're really relational beings. And if you start seeing people around you who, yes, are like there to cheer you on and remind you who the fuck you are and do all that great stuff, but it's also like showing up for themselves and setting boundaries and starting their businesses and having hard conversations in their relationship and then getting to the other side and being blasted open in love, like all of those things, you then see that possibility for you, right? So I think it's very important to have both the self-work, the tools, inner resources, the external resources, and so on. You know, the segue is into like, what, what do we actually do to overcome self-doubt? And I think that's honestly one of the biggest thing. When I talk about mentorship, having somebody that just is really in your corner that sees you and that is devoted to helping you overcome that voice, that critic, that fear, and gives you the right tangible steps to actually be able to make some kind of change happen, but to face those fears, to enter into the mystery, to show up for yourselves and for those in your life in the way that you need to, that to then get to the other side and then see, Hey, look, I did it. That was fucking hard. And I went through a lot of shit, but I did it and I'm here. And so by completing that process, that is the thing that solidifies that self-trust, that self-belief. So if you think about it in like a, almost like a, a circle or a cycle, it's like we have to resource enough of that self-belief from within and create enough safety in our nervous system to take the first few steps. And then we're faced with those challenges and fears as we continue going. But if we have that foundational piece, we can keep moving through again whatever your goals are the projects the relationships whatever it is you want and with each step of the way solidify more and more self-trust self-belief and if i go back to my you know story with my ex from long ago when we broke up i didn't believe that i could do any of those things but i recognized this and that was the most important first thing is i wasn't fully like buying into my own bullshit i was like wow I really don't believe in myself. I really don't think I'm capable. And I had to sit in that. And from that place, I was then able to challenge those stories to not think in that way, right? And actually see myself as a powerful woman and actually see myself as somebody who deserved the kind of life that I, you know, craved and that I now have. So I did do that foundational work. And then over years, you know, was able to take all the steps I needed and now have a life where, I probably couldn't have even dreamed of having, you know, the, the life that I have now. And I don't say that to brag, but I, I just feel very fulfilled in my life and I'm still human. And I, of course, no one ever is free of any kind of difficulty or pain, but I have a level of self-trust, of confidence um, within myself, within my support networks. I feel very rich in connection and depth and knowing myself. And in love. And so, and, you know, also was able to do all the tangible things like start my business and lots of world travel and a lot of creative pursuits and just to get to like flow with life and creativity and projects and learn so many different things about myself and the world and business and how all these things operate in relationships. So what I'm really trying to do here is also expand your mind around what's possible. And for you to remember that wherever you feel like you are in that journey, whether you're looking ahead at a big transitional space and you're not like sure where to even begin, 
or maybe you're a little further along and you've moved through some things, just for you to remember that you're not alone in that and that there is the possibility of moving through all of those things with some grace, you know, some struggle, some grace to get to the other side of, again, what it is that you want. And I really want people to know that because I know that I needed that back then and I found it in my own ways, but I had to do a lot of that myself and that took me a lot of time. So I challenge you in terms of moving through this to really get clear on how it is that you talk to yourself, what beliefs you have about your worth, how does that show up in your choices, and really just try to get as clear and as aware as possible about all of these little moments of clarity and how your unconscious mind might be speaking to you. And if you want to go deeper in this, if you are in a very transitional state in your life, maybe there's lots of things that are changing or you have a lot of big questions on your mind and you know you want to move in a certain direction, but you're not totally sure what the right path is or you know what the right choice is for you, whether that's relational or just, again, some kind of transition in your life. And I am taking two one-to-one clients at this moment. And uh, depending on when you're listening to this episode, you'll either be able to apply directly or you'll get on a wait list. So if you scroll down to the link, the one-to-one link, you'll see either when you click it, an application. And if you see an application, that means spots are open. And if you see a wait list, that means there aren't, but you will be the first person to know when there are new spots. So a little more on the process of the one-to-one. This is my most you know, VIP kind of container. It's a really big deep dive into your life. And this is for the person who's, you know, you still enjoy your life, but you're ready to make a lot of changes. You're ready to step into this next level. You are willing to do the work. You're willing to show up. This can be if you're single and desiring a relationship or simply just desiring to know yourself and find your path. Or this can also be for you if you're in a relationship and perhaps you're in a really unsteady place within your relationship and you want to know if you're going to be able to make it work or what's the right choice. So things like this. I only open these spots um, on average about twice a year. So if you are hearing this, make sure to get over to the waitlist or the application to have a chance to join. I'm very selective in who I work with, and I will only take you on as a client if I truly believe I can support you in making what you want to make happen, happen. And if the one-to-one is not the right offer for you, then I have a bunch of other offers on my website that you can check out different programs for different folks and uh, needs and all those good things. So that's everything for today. So good to be back. I'm sending you so much love and we'll see you on the next episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, make sure to leave a rating and a review, share with your friends, share with your family, just share it, share the love, and we'll see you on the next episode.